The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Girls Talk Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw Dating, preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Christy Scales, Aisha Morrison, Nicole Hutchison, and Jess Navarez. Hello, and happy Thursday, Cowboys Nation. You're watching Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys in the SWBC studio. I'm Nicole Hutchison, alongside Aisha Morrison and Jess Navarez. Ladies, we got two days till game days. How y'all feeling? Y'all feeling good? It feels like a Friday today. Feels off. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It's a weird, weird week. Yeah. Weird short week. Saturday game. Yeah. It feels a little weird, different. Yeah. I forgot that. I keep forgetting. Like on Saturdays, like last week, Mm -hmm. I'm chilling. Yeah. Posted up. Football's on. And I (laughs) see people on Twitter like talking about football stuff. I said, Oh yeah, it is getting close to the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, two games left in the regular season. I want to throw up. I want to throw it. <laughs> oh, my God. Why you got to be so dramatic? Because it's sad. <laughs> it's sad. It yeah. happened so fast. Yeah. It did. It did. It feels like I just got here. It, no, it, it feels does. like you it feels just, like I just got here. here. Yeah. That's crazy. Even well, we actually, all... it, it feels like you've been here. If that makes well, sense. Yeah, that makes Like, it feels like yeah, you've been wait, here. I said that wrong. For, like, <laughs> a longer amount of time. Yeah. If that makes sense. For sure, for sure. For because sure. this whole season kind of blends together. Yeah. Like, I think you get past week eight or nine, and then it all just, like, morphs together, and you don't know what day is what. You don't know what you're doing. You yeah. just know who the Cowboys are playing, what day, what time, and what to focus on for that week. I yeah. legit feel like it was just training camp. I'm not exaggerating. Really? I feel like training camp feels like ages ago. No, I'm when I think about training camp, I think it's because you physically went. I yeah. think about when they were here at, in at, August. At the star. Yeah. So it does feel like I just uh, it's it's just hard to grasp, but yeah. I guess we got went by fast. Went by fast, y'all. Went by fast. Well, you know what they say? You do what you love. It doesn't feel doesn't like you're feel working. Like work. it, that's that's 100% yeah. right. Go ahead. Jay. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I went by fast. Yes, yes. All right, well, it is week six, week 17. Lord. See, uh, uh, see my <laughs> it all blends together. You never know what yes, it is. Yes, yes. Uh, the Cowboys have, all, have the Lions this Saturday, but we got to, of course, touch on this injury report. Just came out. Fresh out the press. No, all right. <laughs> Fresh off the email. Um, <laughs> no Rico Doddle, uh, no Jonathan Hankins. We can obviously start with the offensive side and then Tyron Smith questionable. Um, offensive side first, and then second and third segment we'll break down Cowboys offense versus uh, Lions defense. But for now, no Rico. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little disappointed, but I know that, like you guys were mentioning before, obviously um, it's probably a good thing for future uh, games as far as the playoffs are concerned as well. But I don't know, maybe it's a chance for maybe a little more, you know, Deuce Vaughn, yeah. Lipke. Um, just not in short yardage situations, though. Um, I was looking mm-hmm. at Hunter's uh, season stats. Two, just two carries. I'm sorry, my bad. Six carries, 19 yards, a touchdown, three catches, 18 yards. Um, 
I think this is the time where you kind of have to get him going. Yes. This is the I time agree. where you need to get him going. Um, and it was kind of disappointing not seeing Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All in unison, yes. No. Um, but no, it was kind of disappointing. After that fumble uh, on the first drive, uh, maybe late in the game, Tony Pollard in the red zone and, you know, the whole mm-hmm. issue with him not going to the pylon, maybe that was a situation to kind of give him that confidence back. Right. Uh, but, I, I mean, I want to see him maybe, uh, you know, Tony Pollard and him kind of being that one two punch in this game i mean why not right yeah Mm -hmm. i also think too so your my mind went to malik davis and then i was like oh wait he's out of elevations that's why you're not going to see him in this game but uh the thing about deuce vaughn and hunter lipke is deuce vaughn has been inactive for a, a good consecutive few weeks here and so to see kind of what he's learned in those few weeks kind of being at practice and mm-hmm. um you know just because these guys aren't active in games and just because they're not playing in games doesn't mean that they're not working their tails off here yeah. to try to get that opportunity and i think a lot of people seem to forget that so i'm excited to see uh kind of what he's taken these last few weeks and how he applies it but even more back to hunter lipke i was really excited to see those special packages kind of starting mm-hmm. to come back to mm-hmm. the forefront from yeah. mike mccarthy in this last game against the the dolphins um it was just that fumble was very unfortunate uh because everybody uh everybody was so quick to be like oh that's why you don't do it no 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 look hunter lipke what's so exciting about him is that he's still young he has a lot to learn. He has a lot to bring. His size. Yeah, I can't wait to see him. How much bigger oh, he gets in the offseason. Man, season. once he's in like football shape, yeah. as you yeah. say, um, it's going to be something really special to see. And so I'm excited to see one what Deuce has applied and learned uh, these last few weeks of being inactive. How he's kind of come to his own. Uh, and then as for Hunter Lipke, I do want to see him build that confidence because I do mm-hmm. think he could be a really special part of this off, uh, this offense. Uh, having a fullback in can only be an advantage, especially if you want to talk about opening up the receiving game for your tight ends. So I don't have to block so much. Um, but I want to see more of both of them, so I'm excited. Yeah, um, for me, when you look at this uh, Detroit defense and what they do well, um, they're very stout up the middle, stopping the run. They got a lot of size up there. Um, but I do think that you can attack their edges. However, you will have to deal with their safeties and their corners mm-hmm. coming up to tackle. They're very aggressive. So, to me, how you counter that is you use your running backs in the passing game, mm-hmm. to me. So, I'm looking at when you talk about Elipke, we saw him get a pass. It was a short pass. Yeah. But even Tony Pollard this week to get him involved also in the passing game. And I I think that's going to matter as well with um, just how downhill this defense decides to play is to kind of get some misdirection going on Mm -hmm. and let these guys get the ball. Detroit can be susceptible in tackling at times. Mm -hmm. So um, yards after catch will be important this game again. Yeah, you talk about that pass. It was a catch for eight yards. That's a that's a extra little, you know, slight receiving threat. And yeah. they've been setting it up, too. And mm-hmm. the reason why it was there is because he's he's blocking and yeah. he's slipping and he's kind of that extra option, mm-hmm. especially when you play in defenses that play a lot of deep coverage. It'll yeah. allow you to have some of that in the flats. Um, so I, I will I don't, now this defense plays a lot close to the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. so again that's why i think you either got to get behind these guys or redirect them you can use the, the running backs in that way um don't know what to expect from malik davis mm-hmm. um just haven't gotten to see enough of him to really evaluate in that way for me but uh getting to see some deuce if if it happens mm-hmm. would be nice especially since you said yes we haven't seen him in a minute yeah kind of want to get a gauge on what things may look like for him even next year at Mm -hmm. this point so yeah yeah uh kind of moving to uh tyron smith 
questionable. Mm-hmm. I mean, do y'all do y'all believe there's a chance that he could play? Um, I mean, I'm certainly hoping so. I but do. if not, is there yeah. confidence in Chuma? I well after last game. What I will say is reading the tea leaves. Uh, Sorry, reading, I was asking a genuine question. Yeah, no, reading the tea leaves because he's listed as questionable and not doubtful. That gives me mm-hmm. more hope than I had last week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, more than anything else, that Tyron will be available. As for Chuma, look, here's the thing: oh. when you're being asked to step into a future Hall of Fame yellow jacket wearing guard or tackle, excuse me, yeah, there's going to be obvious. Uh, there's going to be an obvious differential in Mm. in what you're seeing in both of them, right? Like, and and I think it's unfair to compare both of them as they are because one, I mean, that's Tyron's line. That's his spot. Him and and Tyler, we just heard from, you know, earlier last week talking about how well they work together. It's although uh, Chuma does get those practice reps, like we talked about when Tyron's not in, it's just, you're never going to find a solid replacement to step in at that position when Tyron's not in that's going to do the things Tyron does. Like, Mm. that's just not a realistic standard to set. So um, I do have confidence in Chuma. He he popped up on the injury report, though, uh, earlier this week with a toe injury. Um, So interested to kind of see how that plays out or plays into things if it does. Overall, though, I mean, things are where they are at this point. They're, They're not... There's not a, a leap and bound of improvement that's going to be made week to week. You are what you are at this point. You have what you have, and you need to learn to adjust. And mm-hmm. so, you know, if, if, if it is Chuma and he, he kind of has to step in in that role again, then you, you adjust yeah. and you figure it out. That's really all you can do as far as the offensive line uh, in injury struggles right now. Yeah, uh, you need Tyron. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you need Tyron in this game. I... And and if Chuma was to go, the biggest concern for me are the mental lapses because they're mm-hmm. kind of inexcusable in a sense, mm-hmm. uh, especially when you just look at what you're asked to do from that position. It, it just was the mental lapses hurt too really bad, and anybody that's seen them will see that there were TDs available in those plays. Um, so for me, if he does have to go, then you obviously help him out over there if you need to because this mm-hmm. this – uh, Detroit defensive line. Now they don't get a whole bunch of pressure. We're gonna. I know we're gonna get. Mm-hmm. They don't get a whole bunch of pressure besides Aiden Hutchinson and him uh, individually. Mm-hmm. But what they do is they bring a lot of different blitz packages mm-hmm. with safeties, sometimes a nickel, um, some linebacker. Yeah. And one of the biggest things that the Cowboys have struggled with this year were are the free blitzer mm-hmm. and the blitz packages. Um, so cow- quarterbacks gonna have to see it. De- declaration is going to have to be on point, but also too, these guys are going to have to have uh, really high awareness when the when when Detroit decides to go blitz and try to get some yardage because they're kind of man they're trying to manufacture pre- pressure mm-hmm. because their front four aren't getting home consistently. Yeah. So, yeah, I uh, to your point, I think Tyron could be very important in this game if he does play because I think if you can block it up, you can get some yards yeah. on these guys down the field. All right, and real fast, Jonathan Hankins, uh, he is listed as out for Saturday's game. It makes me sad for him because he really wanted to play in this game. Yeah. This would have been a homecoming uh, for him, so he was hopeful uh, to be able to play in this game, and so I'm Mm -hmm. sad in that way, but also I'm not going to be too sad if he 
is one of the main reasons the Cowboys can continue to project in the postseason. Mm. Yeah, gives the Cowboys another opportunity to yeah. <clears throat> um, see what they got. Man, you know, I, I didn't think last week we talked about it. I didn't think that they uh, were particularly bad up the middle yeah. uh, defending the run or whatever the case may be. I thought that they held pretty stout. Uh, but this 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 Detroit offensive line can move some folks around. And so it's. I think you are going to miss him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what you do is you put them in situations where they need to pass the ball, mm-hmm. yeah, which is what Jess said yesterday. So, All right. Well, that's our quick little injury report update. We're going to start breaking down this matchup coming up in the next few segments. We'll take our first break, though. You're watching Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll be right back. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. is the Dallas Cowboys nominee for the 2023 Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award presented by Nationwide. Help tank raise funds for Dak Prescott's Faith Fight Finish Foundation by casting your vote on NFL.com slash Man of the Year or tweet your support using hashtag WPMOY challenge. Voting ends January 8th, so go vote for Tank. Go vote, y'all. Go vote. Go vote right now. Even no, if like, you're driving, all these people on the tour out here, go vote for Tank. I want to see those tweets coming out. Even can if they you're hear driving, you? Nada, you can't. They can hear us. Driving and voting. Oh voting. my goodness! They can hear us. Oh, they can hear us. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Go vote awkward. for Tank, everybody. All right. Everyone in that tour, go vote for Tank. <laughs> go tweet. I better see those tweets coming out. She ain't no good. At all. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I really didn't think they could hear us through that glass. No, they no. They have. There's a speaker out here. Are you serious? Yeah. So when the tours pass by, they can hear us and our fantastic commentary outside. <laughs> hey, y'all. My bad. All right. Uh, already, already I was gone. trying to look up how to say his name correctly. I think I'm failing. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to lie. I'm just going to say, uh, yeah, I don't want to butcher it. Um, butcher it. Um, but for now, we'll just talk about, obviously, this offense. Cowboys offense struggled the past two games, only putting together three offensive touchdowns between the Bills and the Miami game. Oof. Very disappointing. Obviously, you want to see that yeah. um, improve um, on Saturday. I mean, when you talk about the explosiveness within this offense, they started to kind of reach that point the past, well, before those two games, five <laughs> games before that, um, and they were kind of reaching their peak. How much of that do you need to see 
um, you know, back on Saturday. Honestly. All of it. You need to. And I'm yeah. not kidding. I, we talked about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. This is a must-win game for the Cowboys, and and not just because it's a home game. Keep that streak alive. I'm not talking about any of those narratives. Mm-hmm. I'm talking for the fact of if you lose three games back to back to back. Going into the playoffs is not a good The timing, look, if this were to have happened five weeks ago and the Cowboys lost three consecutive games, okay, you have time to rebuild, you have time to get that confidence back and kind of put it to bed. Not right before playoffs. The Mm -hmm. timing in which this is happening is alarming and it's concerning. And then it also gives you more tape for whoever you play in the playoffs to play off of and... no pun intended but to play off of and continue to attack at that point um it's interesting because Dak talked about this yesterday and Dak said you know we're getting down the field so essentially my word's not his but he would be more worried if they weren't driving down the field and getting to that point and and it's a fantastic point however um you you have to score right And, and that's kind of what we've been talking about all this time is you can have Even at the beginning of the season, you can have your red zone struggles, but you have to score. You have to capitalize when you're right there on the goal line especially. Um, So it's not an issue of getting down the field. I think I'd be a little more concerned if that was the case. It's just you have to figure it out in the red zone again. Um, Peel back the layers, figure it out, and you have to score. Uh, Brandon Aubrey can only be butter for for so long and you can't continue to put that pressure on him right before playoffs yeah you can't no i was uh watching the vikings and lions game earlier um some of the film that uh defensively for the lions and i noticed on the first play of the game they allowed a 33 yard gain um they tend to allow quite a few big plays um is this an opportunity for this Cowboys team to kind of take advantage of that. Oh, yeah, man. Um, when you look at this team, uh, like I said, they're manufacturing pressure with different guys, bringing blitzes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But if you don't, if your offensive line can hold up, you should have time to attack this secondary. Mm-hmm. And I believe that this secondary is held up by their safeties. You get some strong play from Ifatu. That's his name. Okay, there we go. Ifatu uh, is one of their safeties. Uh, uh, Kirby Joseph, they're mm-hmm. just feisty, and they all have those ball, they have ball skills. Um, but uh, when you look at the corner position, they have taken some hits there. They've been trying to figure out some things back there for the secondary uh, because they've had some health issues. But uh, Brian Branch is a player. And all these guys are young and yeah. they're fiery. Mm-hmm. But this aggressiveness that they play with can make them undisciplined sometimes, yeah. to your point. And they can get peaky. They can be looking in the backfield. They can be trying mm-hmm. to jump routes and things of that nature. Um, so, yeah, you can catch them slipping. I think misdirection. I mentioned play action on Twitter could be a huge thing just yeah. because this is a very downhill at yeah. the line of scrimmage they're really, they really, no, I'm not going to say they, I'm not going to say that. They really commit to stopping the run. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it hurts their passing game because they crowd the line of scrimmage at a very high clip, fourth in the league. And it, it really puts their young secondary, they trust them a little too much to me. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they trust them. Yeah. And I get it because they are getting, they are getting turnovers. When you look across, Brian Branch had a huge pick in coverage last week. At the same time, mm-hmm. put a lot of stress on your youngest back there. And mm-hmm. so they're trying to manufacture pressure. There should be court, this quarterback that plays for this team should be able to recognize where 
to to throw into the blitz or away mm-hmm. from the blitz, whatever the case may be. But like we talked about, offensive line got to block it up. So you can yeah. attack them in that way that you mentioned that my, that the Vikings did. If I, if it's a fatu, if fatu, if fatu, if fatu, if fatu, if fatu. That's his first. That's his first name. I couldn't say his Mel- last name. Melifonu. But I'd rather call him by his. He, yeah, they we, call him Iffy. Okay, then we're gonna we're gonna stick with Iffy. He was Iffy. NFC Defensive Player of the Week this week. He's only had three mm. starts uh, versus the Vikings: five tackles, two sacks, two passes defended. Um, <laughs> I mean, three sacks, one interception so yeah. far, and a sixty-six point eight passer rating. Keeping uh, my ears low to the ground. I mean, is they're that, surprised. Maybe, Really? Mm-hmm. Very much so. Because if you look at him early mm-hmm. in the season, he had to step up due to injury. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he was getting torched. <laughs> and so he he has bounced back in mm-hmm. a way. I think a lot of that has to do with Nick Mullins and mm-hmm. the Vikings yeah. kind of reeling. But I do think you can still attack these, these guys. Um, if I was going to pick on somebody, though, sis, it would be uh, – Number one, Cameron Sutton for them. Mm. Um, like I said, he can get peaky. and uh, He's also looking listed as questionable this week. Tater tots. Well, yeah, he he's given <laughs> up 629 yards um, Ooh. on the outside. He Toe is, injury. Yeah, well, sis. He did not um, participate today. Barnacles. And he just popped up today on the injury report. Have mercy. Sorry. You said his name, and I was like, oh, oh, wait. Yeah, they yeah. Um, they they're asking a lot of him, mm-hmm. and um, he he can and it's crazy because like I said, if you ask if you listen around, he's their best corner. Yeah, excuse me. Um, so again, this offensive line, if they can block it up, I think there will mm-hmm. be opportunity there. Now with Brian Branch, he's exactly what I thought he was going to be coming out of college. He's feisty. They use him as safety mm-hmm. linebacker. He plays in the box. Um, he's good in coverage, but he also too. Um, he, he's he's good at the line of scrimmage. He's a tone-setting guy, and he uh, is going to probably be playing the slot. Oh, And so yeah. where we saw C.D. Lamb mm-hmm. cook from the slot, I'm not sure if they're going to elect to do that mm-hmm. or he can, they can use him as a decoy yeah. and because this young, undisciplined defense, like we talked about, yeah. can get caught looking at a CD or somebody mm-hmm. like that, and then you have a Brandon Cooks or Ferg or, or Michael Gallup mm-hmm. should have opportunities there mm-hmm. in the field, though. But this this defense is feisty. But they're, 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 they're struggling through some injuries, and they will make some mistakes. I also was watching their game against the Vikings, and what I noticed the most is they gave up 11, pa- 11 passing plays with over 20 yards in mm-hmm. one game. Girl. That's a lot. Come you said 11? And you, 11. 11 mm-hmm. passing plays of over 20 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't Dak the leader in 10 plus, in 10 plus passing yards a talk game? About Correct, it, Amundo, girl. Dang and so, it. here's the thing, though. Guess where all that came from? The vertical <laughs> passing threat. Oy. And so you're talking about guys like CD, Ferg, MG even. Cooks. Co- yeah. Turpin. The, my, my mind went to Terp at that point. Uh, when I was watching the Vikings game, I was like, yeah. oh, Terp. This can says I, Terp City. Can I get a wheel route? <laughs> can we get a wheel route? Is the wheel route in the room with us? Um, no. And so the, the point is, to, to your point, Aisha, is look, Dak has opportunity here to really reestablish the confidence in driving downfield with those big explosive plays that you can see that he knows and he feels confident in doing with these guys. It's just 
you have to score on them too and yeah. you have to know when to do them because you can't just right off the gate go pass down the field and expect something to work try to establish the run in this game i don't want them to completely abandon the run altogether i don't think it's going to be a big part of this game but i do really want to see uh who they elect as that vertical threat I other than if you switch it I wonder yeah. if you switch it. I wonder if Good. you do. You have you use the pass to set up the run, uh-huh. and then yeah. you get your run going. Because and, that's yep. where their bread is buttered. Mm-hmm. That's what they're selling out to do. Yeah. Now we already know how teams do. <laughs> Come out playing Cow- a yeah, whole we, different way. We're playing the Cowboys, the Cowboys this week. Let's All change right. our whole game plan. <laughs> Let's look like a completely different team <laughs> at that point. <laughs> so that's how it works. <sighs> maybe they will elect to pass or whatever the case may be. But I, I well, they they may elect to. Um, no, yeah, 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 yeah. But to I, I run, wonder, yeah, to run, to, to pass, to open up the run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I am curious to see if I, I think the pass will set up the run in this game. Mm. Personally, I, if, I think and if it would also make sense without Rico. And you yeah. give them confidence, and you. This is a momentum team too. They're fi- yes. They they follow yes. their coach, their head coach, and Ben Johnson, who is their uh, DC. Yeah. Their temperament is hair on fire, motor, motor, motor. Mm. But if they do get hit in the mouth a couple of times you'll see some of that inexperience mm-hmm. come to fruition um and they'll start to your point they will start reeling a little bit if yeah. they can't figure out what you're doing but again like i said they're asking those young guys to do a lot their linebackers um you, you mentioned uh anzalone yeah go on talk about him no uh no i was just looking at uh film earlier they like to <laughs> Look at me getting put in my eyes. She's so cute. Hey, She's yeah, so cute. Yeah, Girl, yeah. talk a little sis. Um, <laughs> but no, no, no. They like to send a lot of blitz with him. They like to use him um, with that. But he leads the position, the linebacker position, between the Dallas Cowboys and the Detroit Lions in total mm. tackles, missed tackles. Let's miss tackles. Tackle. Mm. Tackle. Missed tackles. Uh, and sacks. Um, and he doesn't have a lot of speed, but he, like you kind of mentioned, he kind of lacks instincts as well um but no that's a player that i honestly you never know because like we just mentioned they come out playing the cowboys a whole different way um but i was thinking maybe they could attack him as well i wonder if they change anything just kind of how things are but anzalone is a high motor Mm -hmm. again just like it's, it's very similar to a lot of the guys on this team is that he's he they use him as the free blitzer i believe he's second in the league in pressures um from the linebacker position um but when you do look at him in against the pass although he has five pbus he's given up 253 yards uh in yak yards so, Ferg. there should, again, Ferg. 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 maybe the running backs yeah. as well. I think the slant game, I would like to see the Cowboys do some, um, it, it, with with how this defense plays and how you kind of counter it, I would like to see them do some quick routes, maybe some slants, getting mm-hmm. behind those linebackers mm-hmm. um, early. But, yeah, like, I like me some Anzalone. He, he, he jumps off the screen. First of all, you see the locks, you see the hair. I was going to say, have you seen this man? Yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah. want to know his secret and keeping that blonde so blonde. Yeah, and even Zach Martin <laughs> mentioned, him, mentioned him. Uh, he mentioned Zach Camp. Jack, mm. Jack, it's okay. Sorry. Jack Campbell it's <laughs> as well, linebacker out of Iowa, very highly taught it coming out the draft. Um, he's 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 kind of that old school built mm-hmm. middle linebacker that mm-hmm. everybody likes, and you don't see guys like that as much anymore. But this guy mm-hmm. is stout against the run, and his recognition is good. But he's still young. Yeah. So he can be yeah. thrown off at times, whatever the case may be. But that linebacker core does a lot for them, yeah. and it allows them to be a little bit more free. But Anzalone, back to the original discussion. 
discussion about the offensive line, Jess, and him blitzing from the edge or up the B-gap, it could be a problem if these guys don't pick it up in time and if their communication isn't good um, yep. in this game. kind of want to go back to where you said the pass is going to set up the run. Will they allow the third fewest amount of yards on the ground in oh, the yeah. NFL? But they also allow the seventh most rushing touchdowns this year in the NFL. This could be a chance for maybe in the red zone. Yeah, well, this is football. where Tony Pollard comes yeah. in clutch in, yeah. in the red zone. And look... Go ahead, Jesse. Jess, Jesse, Jess. Yeehaw. <laughs> yeah. To counter that, yeah. that's just, it makes sense, though. It makes yeah. sense, though, because they've only given up yep. their run zone at a high clip. 60, 70%, 67%, a lot of single one. But, uh, oh, but, but they've only given up five touchdowns um, in the zone. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in the passing game. Yeah. So that's why teams are running. Thanks for putting that together for me, sis. I appreciate y'all. You you, you get down the field and then uh, you score your touchdowns. Please run. Yeah. Red zone, run in the football. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they give up up, uh, 23.7 points a game, so about 24 points a game. That's actually 24th in the league. Um, There's opportunity. There's opportunity there. And And you're at home. No excuse. Yeah, well, but this team, yeah. they, they, one thing I wrote down is that I heard Dan Campbell saying the same thing that, that Mike McCarthy said. These are two teams that are still fighting for the two seed, mm, yep. which is very important yep. because they're also two teams that play better at home. That part. So that they yep. should be equally as inspired to go win this game as well. It's not going to be something easy. And, again, these when you're young – and you a little nutty, you don't know better. They about to go out like this. I'm telling you, they're a young team, but they are like feisty, y'all. Yeah. Real feisty. Since last year you've been saying that. Yeah, they've been feisty. They've yeah. just been working, trying to get things together. But yeah, man, like I, I think this there should be opportunity there for this offense to to do some things in the passing game specifically. All right, well, we're gonna take our second break of the show. You're watching Girls Talk Boys Talk presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll be right back. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation. So you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today. Dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. your 2023 Cowboys Fan of the Year, and now he needs your help. Vote for Sean to be given the ultimate title of the NFL Fan of the Year, presented by Captain Morgan by casting your vote at nfl.com slash fan of the year. 
back to what we're saying. Vote for Tank. Vote for Sean. We right gotta vote because ain't nobody else gonna do it <laughs> right now. Cowboys fan. <laughs> Never. They're not winning anything. They yeah, booed no, really. at Dak for winning freaking Walt Payton Man of the Year. <laughs> yeah. Right. Can't get no respect around here. That's crazy. It's the Eagles. I didn't think it was that me. real. Like I didn't think the Cowboys like hate, hate was that real. was that real. It's until mostly I got here. that was mostly Eagles fans though. Just because it was a lot of Eagles folks in the room. Frauds. No, but still, like Frauds. I didn't know in general, like it was that bad it's until bad. I got here. It's yeah, hard it's out here bad. for a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, my bad. Copyright, Rights. my bad. I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> Woo, dinger! I'm, no, I was over here in my head, like we can jam out yeah. after the show. We don't want to get a copyright. <laughs> uh, but no, okay. back to our like business my bad y'all a little <laughs> sidetrack uh no i mean still talking about this cowboys offense we hadn't seen that production that um you know we had been gotten used to seeing loved seeing mm-hmm. um is there anything that you know we we kind of touched on a little bit about that last drive of the game from dax mm-hmm. um and how is mvp worthy hello Absolutely. Uh, but how much of that do we need to see from the first to the fourth quarter because all this second and third quarters of not scoring any points is unacceptable. Nick Harris has brought that up all yeah. year, the third quarter. Yeah. Go it's ahead, their crypt- baby. It's their kryptonite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think if you can overcome that and you can consistently score, look, I'm not saying the Cowboys need to come out of the bat, first quarter, score <coughs> three touchdowns. Would it be great? Yes, it would. It would be fantastic. And you don't need to do that quarter to quarter to quarter, but you do need to consistently put seven on the board every quarter of the game and and that third quarter and that also goes back to i think kind of distributing the ball a little bit better um with the play calling and and uh i i don't know why that became an issue but even cd talking about not getting the ball in the second and third quarter it was real weird man yeah it was real weird and i get you have to adjust to what the matchup is and you gotta adjust to the adjustments exactly you have to continue to adjust it's not one adjustment that goes on and then you stop um so i think for me I'm, i'm looking at how they continuously adjust all four quarters to uh ensure that you're getting seven on the board throughout those four quarters mm-hmm. look you have brandon aubrey you can use him if you need to but i don't want to see brandon aubrey in this game unless it's for an extra point that's it Maybe that's I don't it see brian angry either Sit i don't tell keep me sit him out <laughs> brian we appreciate we you love you brian but look. please sit down <laughs> and he was and listen we talked about it last game they were st- like the punters made their money last week they, did. they were fantastic <laughs> in the punting game I'm not saying we don't need you and just don't want to see you a whole bunch. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, nah, um, even so, we talked about special teams and, and quiet is kept. Yeah. They affected the game a lot. Yeah. So I'm looking at also, too, starting field position. Oof. It was rough last week, and it made a huge difference, especially, again, in those uh, after the half. You know, you come out, you start on your two, baby. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. They don't help nobody, especially when you're playing a team that uh, blitzes and and changes up and disguises who they're bringing and things Mm -hmm. like that. I can't stress it enough. Um, Talked about on the road the lack of uh, consistent communication Mm -hmm. and some of the um, slow moments of of the offense, of not them not firing on all cylinders. One thing they went to last game is that they went tempo. (sighs) For the love of muffins. (laughs) Like, if it worked, honey, it worked. Now, granted, again, I said on Twitter, you can't go tempo all the time. 
But when you know that that's something that helps your guys get in the rhythm, and then also, mm-hmm. too, you're catching these young guys off their kilter. They're mm-hmm. not, you don't give them time to set up or whatever the case may be. I think we could also see Dak draw them off sides this mm-hmm. game. I'm trying to see, I want to see him get back into this cadence bag. Yeah. Because when you're on the road, I get it. You gotta go. You gotta go silent count. You gotta go. But I'm looking for some of these these dummy calls. I'm looking for him. I'm, we're trying to hear that here we go for real, for real. Because we've been hearing it, but it's been a little bit of a whisper the yeah. last couple yeah. weeks. I'm gonna need him to put that bass back in his voice and and, yeah. and and really take over the communication of the line of scrimmage because they need to take that communication into. The, the playoffs yeah. because it's the difference maker when he can sit there and diagnose and figure things out or go tempo if necessary whatever case may be that's been a lot of the problem is to meet the communication the declarations the free blitzers mm-hmm. all this yeah. stuff it's on the quarterback because it's on the quarterback and the offensive line mm-hmm. to be better and so i'm trying to see that in this game so they can have something to roll over when they go to washington i don't care if it's washington i don't care yeah. i don't care they need to win on the, the road. I don't care. Win on the road. I'm just trying to see that that urgency mm-hmm. and that um, decisiveness. You yeah. know, like Dak's been great, great at the line of scrimmage this year, but on these road games, if a lot of it feels rushed in mm-hmm. a sense to me, yeah. and that could be, I don't know how y'all feel, but yeah. when your defense gets a big three and out at the half, that and be a you moment. come out there. You should be you getting in your, your time. Yes. Take a Stand breath. Your drive. You should be fired up. Re- reset. Yeah. Take a breath. Yeah. Reset. Get into your best plays mm-hmm. because there are moments in games where you can take the game. And I don't want to mm-hmm. see a moment in this game where they can take the game and then it's a three and out. I'm going to be hot. <laughs> How you going to react? Hot. <laughs> I watched the I watched the game with my brother on Sunday. He said, "Who Aisha? You really you calm down a lot." I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> covering this team, you will learn to be calm during games." I'm telling you, I used to be hot before. Now I be like, "Oh, I remember." It's a silent hot. It's no, like, I remember. Oh, I'm gonna talk so bad once I can. <laughs> but I just, yeah, they need to reestablish that confidence at the line of scrimmage to me yeah. this game. And again, I know your left tackle being out matters. Maybe hopefully he back. Yeah, you can get get it rolling. That, do that exactly that. Also, for <laughs> I, I just realized the Cowboys have scored the second most points, amount of points in the NFL, four hundred fifty-one points so far this season. Why are we talking about struggling to score? It's it's, it's just been a- so interesting because. Clearly, you're good at it. It's Clearly, you can do it. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's been on, on the road. So, so interestingly enough, Mike McCarthy, since the beginning of the season, always talks about how an ideal season for him is winning all home games and then half of your away games. The Cowboys haven't obviously haven't been able to do that uh, this season. But interestingly enough, um, I was listening to a few podcasts and, and kind of doing my own research on Mike McCarthy. Through his coaching era, especially when you go back to Green Bay, they were dominant at home. Lambeau Field, talk that they were dominant at home. Say that, sis. So, look, I know we've blown up this whole at home. They need to win. Whatever Mike's doing that is allowing them to win at home, whether it be sleeping in their own beds, we talk about that a lot. That got brought up again this week, mm-hmm. and did. and caring about you know their mental well being and and putting that first being a priority as all coaches should. Yeah, but Mike does. Um, that needs to carry over on the road. And so use this week to rebuild all of that. Mm-hmm. Get your dominance going again. Reestablish the confidence, the cadence. Uh, get your line set back up and, and reestablish everything. Score points. Score. Please do all of that so that 
final week of the regular season, these narratives are put to bed, and they can feel more confident knowing that, look, more than likely, they're going to have to head on the road this postseason because it's just very ironic how this is being set up the NFL scriptwriters are doing fantastic with this whole <laughs> on the road narrative. I would like a word with them. <laughs> <laughs> on the road narrative, and then they have to play on the road. Yeah, setting up for either a really a really big comeback, which I think that they are capable of doing, or mm-hmm. something disappointing. Yeah. So. Um, Aiden Hutchinson. Not Nicole like, Hutchinson. I'm, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> he spells his last name wrong. Sorry. It's nice. really the real one is Hutchison. That's my name. You can't his be is Hutchinson. Your whole life. Hutchison. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I said what I said. But uh, <laughs> he's he's uh, that that matchup is gonna be pivotal, y'all. Yeah. Um, Terrence still got his hands full with this one because he's his motor don't stop, dog. You just be like, hey, the whistle's blown. Aiden, it's fine. Um, but yeah, he hasn't. So in the last couple weeks, he hasn't administered a sack. Like the the pressure, the sacks have been down for him. I think a lot less than what. Well, yeah, a lot less than what people expected. However, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Happened to Micah. People are chipping him. People are double, double teaming him. Yeah. And so again, back to what we were talking about. I think it's going to be important that you can, if you can block it up against these guys, mm-hmm. you can do a lot in the um in the second and third levels of the field but it's going to come down to Tony Pollard, Jake Ferguson. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm and that's why I think maybe Tony in some receiving situations or even if he's just that last option there in the mm-hmm. flat and you can get some yards from there cuz they've been using it to where he kind of slides inside and he just kind of redirects the guy just a mm. little bit just to get him because similar he kind of reminds me of a, a Bosa in a way of like motor 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 but if you can exhaust him as yeah. the game goes on, it makes a difference. You're going to need those tight ends and those running backs, yeah. whoever is helping out um, Terrence over there to step up. Spoke to Terrence Steele just about the matchup in general. And uh, he was excited. He, he just he, he, he acknowledged that, you know, he had that low point at the end of this at, in the middle of the season. But yeah. he's starting to get his legs under him. But he just mentioned uh, Aiden's toolbox. He was like, mm-hmm. this guy's one of the best. He, he was he said that with uh, like conviction this is one of the best edge rushers i'm gonna see this is one of the best edge rushers in the game yeah and so um yeah aiden can do a lot he can go speed to power he can beat you with his hands he can beat you just with his bend he's a good player so that matchup's gonna be big sis gotta keep an eye out out for it those tackles yeah (laughs) the tackles that's where the pressure came from last week you gotta figure out a way to make your face. Gotta figure okay. out a way to do, I'm just, listen. If you can, because it's that big of a deal. If you can yeah. block it up, you can. Yeah. You can pass. You can do anything. Yeah. You yeah. Do what you need to do. But if they're if these guys are getting to your quarterback consistently and they get momentum, look out. They've also put the ball on the ground seven times. Mm-hmm. The running back kinds. So, takeaways. Yeah. Takeaways are gonna be key. That's, that's what's the difference in that, the Vikings game, right, girl? Yeah, that's the difference, honestly, for this Cowboys defense in general. In general, I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> we need to win. you know, it's interesting. Is all five losses <laughs> we, when you go back and you dissect all five losses that the Cowboys have had? Guess what they didn't do? No turnovers. Take away the ball and create turnovers. And that shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. I mean, I, I feel it, for the dudes, but like your quarterback's not turning the ball. No, I'm just that. saying. There's, there's. Uh, common denominator here in wins and losses and when you're winning is when your defense is taking the ball away and creating mm-hmm. turnovers and I, what i like how how dak 
describes that is they reward the defense for doing their job by getting touchdowns. Facts. Dak said that yesterday. That's how it should be. And, and I think that was really important to note. But um, just create turnovers. Get the ball back. Score. Do everything right. There'll be opportunity. There'll be, I mean. Yeah, yeah. there is. Because uh, what's his, what is this man's name? Jared Goff. Jared Goff. I don't know who this man is. <laughs> Wouldn't see him. My bad. But uh, yeah, he uh, he he's he's a timing quarterback. Mm-hmm. This is a timing offense, and if you can get him uh, sitting in the pocket even too long, sometimes get them little happy feet. <laughs> get him off his kilter. Not the happy yeah. feet. He do get the little happy feet. He's you, like you leave his happy feet alone. They I'm funny. Good. They funny a little bit. But yes, um, <laughs> girl, don't make people come pull that clip and us talking about the happy feet. <laughs> his happy feet. <laughs> That was, Happy a, that movie was goaded, was low key. It was such a fantastic. good movie. I know. Yeah. Was, uh, we got blessed as children. Like, yeah, we did. That's facts. Yeah, got good Michael movies. Jackson in there. It's, yeah. It's great. Um, yeah. Bad. Anyways, get the quarterback. It, uh, for another week, how you affect the quarterback matters. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to have to stop the run. Yeah. Steady. Obviously, we talked about that. But... When you get opportunities to get to him, you have to get to him. And again, like I said, they put up, they've dropped, they've, their running backs have fumbled seven times this year. So, like Dan Quinn said against Philly, he said the ball's going to be alive. I think the ball will be alive here too. Mm. So maybe we get some strip sacks or some, you know, forced fumbles. All right, right, y'all. Quick score prediction, y'all. Oh, Uh, (laughs) y'all. Jazzy, what did I tell you? You forgot that fast boo. Yeah, I did. Jazzy. Jazzy, what did I tell you? I'm looking it up. Oh, no, she's looking it up. She said 34-28. Cowboys. Okay. I'm going 33-24 Cowboys. I know I picked again. Yeah. I know you picked Maybe Dang. that's maybe whoever you pick is the is the winner. Though. The winner? No, yeah. I'm not that lucky. Cuz you connected to your grandma. I'm gonna go My grandma did pray last week. Okay. Tell her to double pray. I'm going 35 Cowboys. Uh-oh. 27 lines. I thought you were about okay. to say 15. I thought you were no, about to I'm say not, 15. I no, was like, girl. No, no, absolutely not. Uh, all right. We all got the Cowboys winning? Yep. Yeah, I think they get this win. I think they understand how important this win is. They need to uh, win. They were very disappointed mm-hmm. that they didn't get the win last week. I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that your quarterback, your quarterback do something like that. You got, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You got to come on with it. So, um, yeah, complimentary football, please. It needs to be in the room with tackle. us. Tackle, tackle down. Don't tackle forward, please. Do tackle down. Do you hear this? Tackle down. We need everything. Straight down, not forward. Complimentary football, please. <laughs> it stresses me. And on me that out. note, we out. That's a wrap for Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented yes. by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We Happy New Jigsaw. Year! Happy, Happy New, New Year, y'all! See y'all next week. <laughs> Bye. See you next year. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?